Summer is finally mercifully here, Manitoba. If you want to promote your band or your team or your business with some fresh gear this season, check out our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Supporting local business is more important than ever in these tough times. So get a made in Manitoba solution to your screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, and graphic design needs over at divineshirtcompany.ca or on Instagram at Divine Shirts. And tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with a uh, returning guest. I guess you've been on the show a bunch of times, uh, dating way back to the, the very, very early days when it wasn't really even uh, the same podcast as it is now. But you were on most recently, I guess it was a couple of years ago, and um, you have a new record out. I think before I, I get too far ahead of myself, you should probably introduce yourself and give a bit of background about who you are, because that's typically how I start the show. Yeah, okay. Um, well, thanks for ha- having me again, Sam. Appreciate it. Yeah, my name is uh, Pips Kid. I make rap music, I guess. Okay, that's very succinct. Yeah, that, that, that works, though, for sure. And uh, you have a new record out, which I guess is why we're, we're doing this now. I mean, uh, you know, I'm always happy to have you on the show. Um, so I, I guess that might be a starting point. I mean, I think the last time I talked to you, you uh, I'm not even sure what you had released at that point. Was that the record you did with Rob? Or was that something else you had out back back when uh, we last spoke? Yeah, it probably would have been the, the pandemic record with Rob. Okay. Uh, uh, with Rob Crooks and um, yeah I'm, I think we talked about me possibly making this record mm-hmm. um, yeah so then um, I think it's been um, may uh, have a new record out with with McEnroe uh, on peanuts and corn which um, it turns out it had been I guess 18 years since the two of us oh wow made a record together uh, since funny farm, um, like a Pips kid solo record anyway. Um, which the math on that, I thought it was wrong at first, but yeah, it sounds wrong. Like it seems like, I mean, I know funny farm is came out a while ago now, but 18 years seems like way too long. Uh, but I guess, you know, time doesn't exist anymore. So no, absolutely not. Yeah. And, and, uh, excuse me. So then, um, I've been drinking these Zevia colas like crazy. <laughs> Are they any good? Yeah, they take a minute to get used to, but um, I mean, trying to trying not to have sugar in your life, they they be, they're like uh, the, I I think they're fantastic now. <laughs> right on. Um, but anyway, so um, yeah, so it, it was a long time, uh, a very long time, and so it was really fun to work with Rod. I mean, uh, again, ideally. Ideally, we you know we had ideas. Oh, maybe like maybe we can like both drive out to like Moose Jar, wherever the like halfway point would be, and yeah. like rent a Airbnb and record together. But you know the every as everything just kind of stretched on, and um, anyhow, so um, it was the first time made a record where we weren't together. Okay. Um, so I mean, uh, I mean. Um, in a sense, I was sort of 
interesting. I mean, I would, it's not, I mean, I like the idea of being around someone, especially with the producer where you're, you're able to, um, yeah, where where you're able to like just sit sit together and be like, you know, can you try this? Can you try this? Because yeah. I think you know some things get just kind of lost. Where I would I would be up till five a.m. and I would send Rod like a million ideas, and then he'd be working so he wouldn't get to them for a week, and then you know, and it he'd and then it's just like you know, idea ideal to be in the same room. But um, yeah, I'm really happy with the record we made, um, and. Um, it was, I, I mean, it was, yeah, it, it, I finally, I feel like after however many, like 30 years of writing rap music or something, whatever it's been that I'm finally just starting to get the hang of it. Okay. Okay. Why is that? Like what, 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 what didn't you have the hang of before? Because I mean, I think that, you know, you have a pretty extensive catalog at this point and, uh, as a solo artist and with various, you know, groups and things like that, what is, what has changed? Um, I don't know. Like it just, it felt like, um, I mean, no, no, nowhere, no way do I near, uh, no way am I near like figuring it out, but I feel like I'm, I've, I'm a little bit closer. It just feels more, it feels more natural and, and easier to write than it ever did. Okay. Um, I mean, when I first started writing it, it came out, it came pretty, pretty quick, but it, you know, it wasn't very good. Right. So now I feel, now I just feel like, and maybe that has something to do with age too. Um, that said, um, there's a long I st- you know. Anyway, I feel I, I guess all that to say I feel re- revitalized again with um, making like making music. Like I, f- I feel like I feel like I I have new places to go again. Okay, is, is some of that in part because there's a lot to kind of react to in terms of what's going on in the world. I mean, cause it feels like your, this album kind of first got um, announced almost with that, uh, that Anthem song you did the song about not standing for the Anthem. That was the first single that came out from this kind of, um, I, I guess group of songs, right? And that was yeah. obviously a reaction to what was going on uh, publicly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, well, yeah, I mean, per, like personally, I think like I was so burnt out for so long when I was wor- working, um, running Studio Three Nine Three, that I you're you're just helping you're helping so many people with their art and music that I just had no capacity for my own anymore. And um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, there's absolutely is no shortage of bullshit to talk about, but um, um, also just. Um, I don't know. It's just like, uh, it just sort of flows. It just sort of flows again, which it wasn't for a while. The taps, uh, you know, there's water in the well again, I guess, or, you know, now that I said that I'm going to go through some <laughs> sort of fucking six year writing drought. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because of this, uh, this interview. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do, does that, is that in terms of like quality as well as quantity? Like, are you just kind of churning out more material writing more often than you would and having better quality stuff or, or is it one or the other? Um, I feel like, I feel like my, like, I don't know. I feel like it's, it sort of self edits itself now. Um, I'm, uh, just in the process in which I'm writing, like it's, it's more, um, I'm just sort of finding a way to be in the moment. And so it, um, 
it's also it's also that said it's also a lot simpler in a sense and not like i'm saying not that i'm saying less but it's yeah. i've just uh, uh you know i'm saying i'm saying the same amount with fewer words i suppose um i mean i was always so as a rapper i was always so envious of of pop musicians and rock musicians where, I mean, when you, when you stretch those lyrics out on a piece of paper, there's not a lot there. There's a couple paragraphs. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, shit, man. And it's like, for me to write a, a minute long verse, it's like four pieces of fucking paper. And like, so anyway, I think, uh, you know, and um, I, 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 I think I mentioned this last time, but I also, I have a record with crabs called it. Um, while I was writing this record, um, Crab was sending me some newer beats, but I, I have one that I wrote with him about six years ago. Okay. And, um, and I've, I've since written, uh, three or four more songs, um, in the last, last half a year for that project. So, um, that one, have that one on the, you know, that one's pretty, all I need to do is basically go into a studio and then. Um, into Argyle Studios and do that one. Cool. Um, and then Rod and I are Rod and I are immediately working on a. I don't know if I'm. A, I don't know if I can announce it yet. But we have a we have a pretty cool EP with um, coming up with a very special sort of guest who we have never we've never uh, made music with before. So cool, cool. Uh, yeah. So I, I guess it, there's also that sort of momentum. That that said, I th- I think I could you know, it's. It's hard. It, it's it's hard because life, you know, life, um, life is is always in the way of. Yeah. When you're not making money with music, it can't be your, you know, it can't be your priority all the time, and and so then, um, it's a bit frustrating sometimes. Like I wake up in the morning and I walk the dog and I just have songs, songs in my head, and it's like, oh, shit, you know, if I didn't have to do all this stupid shit like all day, I could, I could actually just be making so much music. Yeah. Um. And so, I mean, that's a bit bit frustrating sometimes. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I, you know, ideally, I could be just a musician and put out four records a year, and, yeah. and uh, but instead, you know, we gotta like work to buy groceries and shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, that's the worst part about everything.
to find your sound. I chase music till I'm ground in the ground. I hate writing, writing makes me sick. Trying to make really good music is just a trick. As I get older, my head gets thick, and I can't really recall what it was I said. Putting this record out was was there was a depressing moment on the the day of the release where it's like oh man like oh yeah okay like it's exciting to you put all this time and love and energy into this thing and then it just gets dumped on these streaming platforms that who gives a shit yeah you know it's like there's um it's a terrible it's just I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rant about that but it's just such a terrible terrible platform for music um it's and i use them but it is it's as a musician it's it's really depressing um the, those songs going where i mean some of them some of them i stick in my voice notes and they turn into things and but um you know i mean it's just like i mean i'm always singing to the dog i'm always making up new songs for the dog and and i mean um yeah i mean it, um i suppose i could make it an out album of dog songs <laughs> some of them are pretty good i think probably yeah yeah i believe it i believe it does um does working with macaro again i know like you said it's been 18 years and you you weren't able to do it in person the way you've done everything else but i imagine you must kind of uh, there's got to be like muscle memory there just in terms of having worked together for so long and and, and knowing what works like as a com- in combination with each other right yeah and i mean um Rod's Rod's always good because he's not. I mean, it can be frustrating as well, but Rod's not a not Rod's not a yes man, right? Um, which is good because you need somebody to you need somebody to say no or no, I don't like that idea, and or or at least if I'm trying to pr- push an idea or present an idea, you know, like I'll have to if I have to explain it, then then it helps you know, it helps me in that sense of too, is this, is this idea make sense or is it worth it? And, um, yeah, I mean, um, um, yeah, it was, 
that I guess that's why that 18 years too seems so long because it was just it felt it does feel pretty natural. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I've always preferred. I've always preferred. I I don't know how many. I don't have very many records where there were more than one producer. Um, I just like to have. It, it's so much easier. I find to work with one person, and and I like you know, to me a record, to me a record needs to play like a set list. It needs to have a, it needs to have a you know a linear sort of path. Yeah. Um, and the and it should play. It should play front, you know, front to back. I know that that's not how people digest music anymore, but I mean, that's how I that's how I like to to approach it and make it. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with that completely. Like, I mean, all, all my favorite records are usually produced by one person or a team of people because you have that cohesion from start to finish for sure. Yeah, and like any, I mean, anyone who hits shuffle is a fucking psychopath. Like, yeah, agreed. And like. I mean, even like with, I know this isn't music, but when I was, when I was turning uh, Netflix on the other day, they had some sort of button you can push. that just says like surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Why, who would do that? Why would you want to get a random, like, you know, I'm watching something I want to watch. <laughs> but yeah, same thing with music. Like I don't want to, you know, um, the odd time, like there's the odd time where, where like a, an album will play on, on iTunes um and the algorithm is the algorithm is is dope for a while but very rarely yeah like that is you know i i there's a reason why you know there's a reason why i'm listening to something and it's like i don't you know i don't need your i don't want a surprise birthday party i don't want a surprise like you know yeah you don't want a robot telling you what you should like yeah and yeah and and i like i like to listen to records uh you know I like the you know like like listening to this new qual chris record is just like the way the record runs from start to back is just so interesting and like um and the way it try it's like yeah it's such a it's such a joy to listen to something like that right but then it's frustrating to know that 90 percent of the people listening to it aren't even doing it in that order they're grabbing bits and pieces and with your record too that's how that's how it's i mean it sucks but that's kind of the way of the world right yeah, for sure. And it is what it is. I mean, um, I mean, even when I was, even when, like when I, when I first presented Rod with the, with the, the tracklet that like, I gave him a couple, like two different A and B here's, here are the two, my two ideas for the track list for yeah. the album. And he's like, he's like, they both look fine to me, but we can't do that because um, the, all the singles have to be in the, within the first, the four singles have to be within the first like six, six tracks. Oh, really? Just the way, the way it has to go because that's the way it works now, which we, we didn't, we actually didn't end up doing like one of them is later in the record, but that was, that's the, and I was just like, yeah, of course that's the way it ha it's supposed to go now. I mean, and who? I mean, in reality, like who who gives a shit? Because like, how many how many people are going to listen to this record anyway? Or or the what? Like they'll cherry pick through it anyway, right? But like, um, yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's, it it's very weird. Yeah. Do, do you make any effort to like uh, make a record for that, or do you just go about the way you normally would without even giving a shit about how people are going to probably pick it apart? Like, does it impact the the songwriting or the or anything? No, I mean, I mean, all the all the early process stuff with the songwriting and everything is just so. Um, 
I mean, I've never, I'm never writing anything where I'm like, like someone's going to hear this. It's just, I mean, if I start thinking in that way, it's, you know, it's, it's not good for the creative process. I don't think um, it's more of a, if, if it's, ever, if it's ever there, it's more of a, like, um, like what would, what, you know, would bird, would bird of prey think that this was a good line? Yeah. Yeah. It just appears. Right. Or like, would, you know, would so-and-so, would so-and-so fit, would so-and-so sound good on this song or, you know what I mean? It's just like, other than that, it's, it's just kind of trying to lose yourself and, um, yeah, you know.
that's almost a good way to do it. It's almost a benefit of the way things are now, though, is that you can, you don't have to worry about, you know, who's going to be listening to it because you have no idea at this point. It could be anyone. It could be some guy in Bulgaria, right? Like just finding it online on Spotify or something and it got recommended to him. Like, so you can, you can do that without having to worry about, is it going to sell? Is it going to do any of that stuff? Not yeah, that you may I mean, have worried about that before, but yeah. And I mean, there's no, yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess the plus side to not, to not making any money off music is that you don't have to worry about, <laughs> you don't have to worry about getting dropped from your label or like, you know, the or like, will my fans, will my fans like this record or whatever? Because there are none in the first <laughs> place. Right, right. And if there are, you probably know a lot of them personally, and you, you can get feedback directly, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the positive side to that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, I imagine the pressure to create that is put on somebody to to create a hit is uh once they've had one is is a pretty pretty good way to ruin someone's life i believe it yeah yeah or, or you know any sort of creative output <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're mate when you're trying to make that next yeah yeah that magic happen or whatever right and yet at this point well, you don't know magic here <laughs> no magic <laughs> what is the um how much is the visual art side of things uh impacted on, on this record because i mean you know like i mean looking at you right now on the zoom call behind you you got all these drawings and you you put on a calendar recently you're obviously doing designs for shirts and stuff like that uh to to you know go accompany this record you know you know not, not to continually talk about how bad the world is with the internet and the way people listen to music but how important is having that element of it in an era where people aren't necessarily even looking at it because it seems important to you in the way you present your stuff yeah, I mean, um, one and uh, I don't know why. I mean, I, I, I'm I, I I have no idea why, but I I haven't. I don't think I've really done cover art for any of my records. Um, I guess I did the first Farm Fresh one, but um, I mean, I did like some Rob Crooks ones, and I yeah. did a Greg Person and some other stuff. But uh, yeah, and then I was just like, why am I not making my own? cover art and then i wanted to i mean the the theme with this record was um there's a number of the songs on the album are related to like working class struggle and class war and and sort of the ongoing like just you know just the crushing of the working person and nice happy uh, themes eh? yeah yeah and <laughs> And so then the the black cat and uh, that that shows up in a lot of the the art is a like symbol of the the the, the illegal strike and the the black cat strike and the um, sort of IWW anarchist um, excuse me approach to like to you know a socialist sort of view of 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 labor and yeah. So I wanted the, uh, you know, and then and then done in the. I wanted to do it cartoony and sort of the style of like Sylvester, the cartoon violence and the yeah yeah, and with the Sylvester sort of killing the, uh, so the, like the black cat's journey to to kill the monopoly man and eat the rich and da 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 da. But uh, 
so yeah that's um it was nice and and i i mean again with the you know with having a theme and stuff and for the for the art to go with the record made sense to me cool well and i think that people are expecting um maybe not that specific of a theme but these kind of themes in your music i mean there's not something new that you've been talking about this kind of stuff um over the past decades now right yeah for yeah long time yeah unfortunately uh you know all of the all of the politics that we've always addressed in the music is still as you know those issues are still as present as ever yeah that's kind of what i was gonna ask you next like that's got uh, the, the idea of you know probably listening back to some of your old stuff from, from 20 years ago and hearing that these concerns you have that the, you were very vocally concerned about that they haven't been resolved right it's still if not the same status quo it's it might even be worse now like it, it, how do you feel about that it's like just realizing that you know this kind of like this never-ending cycle of, of writing this stuff and of putting these messages out there and nothing seems to really change like are you hopeful at all <laughs> that the world's gonna get better or are we just in a giant shithole that's just continually get deeper yeah well yeah um no, I mean, I, I don't have much hope in, in in any sort of good change happening. Um, I mean, you have to you have to have some you have to have like something going on to like get up every day. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, in the in the um, there's so many cop song on the record. Um, I have some lines about um, just how long you know stay it's I, the line doesn't pop into my head but just how long how long i've been how long i've been saying the same thing about cops and that um it's it's refreshing to see that those ideas have now gone pop yeah yeah um been here for years and these pigs are a handful um but uh i mean so so i mean but but are the are these ideas more are these are these some of these I like more leftist ideas? Um, are they more prevalent now, or is it just the uh, you know? I mean, the I'm in such a bubble, right? That that's just that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. Social media feeds and wherever, and the people that I interact with, you know. Um, I mean, as a whole, I don't. As a whole, I don't think the world is obviously moving anywhere close to the right direction i mean we're we're fucked you know i mean in any way any which way you turn like yeah i mean even no matter how bad the no matter how bad the the earth no matter how bad politics get and how many how many you know how many terrible things and how many rights are taken away and and how many this this or that happens like regardless the earth isn't going to sustain us anyways it's like i mean it's just such a shit show um not not that not that it's not worth fighting for while we're here and like you know i mean so there i guess i am there is some there is some hope but i, I don't it's bleak, man. Yeah, you know, it is. It is for sure. Well, and I guess that's the reason to do it, though, right? To keep to keep writing about this stuff is because there's the among all the amid all the bleakness, there's the, some kind of hope that someone's going to get it, and maybe some of these ideas are going to catch on, like you said, right? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and, and also yeah, for me too. Like, as fun as it is to just make a song, um, 
sometimes it feels way sometimes it feels wasteful to me especially as of late okay. where it's like um and not that the world doesn't need that stuff like of course the world needs the world needs you know cool songs of all genres to just put on and feel good or yeah you know yeah. like fucking vibe to or whatever but like for me personally to be be making music it's like i you know even if it's not political i need to be i need to be saying something even if it's just whatever it is i mean um is it cathartic to to let that stuff out on 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 a, on a song um yeah yeah some i mean especially when you're writing it not so much after for me anyway like where once once it's written and it's it's just a, it's just another like it's just another recipe that you that you make that okay. you're that it's like that that same fucking pasta dish you always do yeah it just yeah. gets tired and and you know does that that make any sense it does yeah yeah it, it, it's a weird analogy but yeah it, it does make sense for sure for sure and that, that that just took a really dark turn except for the pasta part but yeah no i, I <laughs> but i i i get it I, th- I think that like i think that people i mean i I don't know if I speak for everyone who listens to your stuff, but I feel like you have a lot of songs kind of over the the history of your your music making that are good to listen to when you're pissed off about something because it's and not just your stuff too. I mean, the reason I listen to a lot of really heavy stuff is because I'm mad about things and I want to kind of feel like you know whether it's aggression or 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 someone saying something that that I can relate to. There's 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 a reason for that. Right? There's a reason people want to hear someone addressing things that are pissing them off because you can can connect to it you know i can't sing or rap or any of that but i can hear someone else doing it and, and feel that that vibe right yeah and and um i guess with that too like like um like rod just keeps reminding me that the record isn't a dark record okay i mean according to him anyway <laughs> he's like it's at, he's like i think it's like and i mean i mean you know there's always humor and things added in um to you know the the old the sugar to the sugar to help the shit go down or whatever the saying is <laughs> yeah for sure but, but yeah i mean um i mean it doesn't yeah it's not like it's not like uh, a uh dystopia record or something but yeah. it's like um but yeah you know there's it's there's a purpose i guess cool And 
are complicit in part of a criminal mob. They rob, beat, and kill to protect the rich. An overpaid security guard shouldn't exist. Assist, Puma, pimples, a person. Deal with them now in a condition or worse. And this aversion to cops gone popping. I'm thankful. Been here for years and these pants are a handful. Gotta throw the trash somewhere. We need a landfill. Wally Coyote to cop hit with an And then at this point, where can people find this? Is it just on like, I mean, it's on the streaming services and Bandcamp is, you know, obviously also where to get it. But are there physical copies available or coming out or is it strictly digital at this point? Uh, there's 50, there's 50, a run of 50 CDs that are available on Bandcamp. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, there's, uh, we were thinking of doing vinyl, but the, the wait time was just like it's forever. Like, yeah. And so it was, and you know, if you're not, if you're not a touring musician to buy vinyl that you're not going to get for 11 months after the record comes out, it's a, um, it's a, it's a scary gamble. Yeah. If, if you're not on the road working that and like, so then, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I would like to do tapes. I don't know. Maybe I'll find someone who wants to do that. I, I just have so much limited time in my life to, not you know in the past i would just cut a bunch of tapes but yeah yeah for that um and yeah and then some shirts and merch and stuff um available through me and yeah i don't know i'm gonna do a i was just i was just uh a few hours ago trying to figure out um I want to do a release party of some sort that causes me the least amount of anxiety possible. <laughs> and so I'm trying to figure out how that looks. There's a, in my neighborhood, there's this, there's this uh, strange little sort of traveling tour where um, different musicians in the neighborhood play sets in their front yard. Oh, cool. Uh, different times through the night and some people can walk or ride their bikes around and like stop at, at each front yard. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So I might I might just fold that into my album release party. I don't know yet. Those are the best kind of shows anyway. Like where you just sitting in someone's yard or on on the street watching someone play. I don't know. I, I don't I don't like people anymore, so I, I I prefer shows at my own house where I can control everything. But yeah, totally. And yeah, Ness and I went. Ness and I went to see to see Rap Ferreira the other night, which which I'm glad I went. But yeah, I mean we we sat in the car for like ten minutes trying to convince each other whether we should go in or, <laughs> or just leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that the pandemic has, has like really added to people's anxiety over that. Like I was already like that. And a lot of people were already like that before. And this has just made it worse. Like I don't, I want to go to so many shows, but I, I haven't because I just, the same thing, right? It's just, I don't know what, should I go in here with all these people or should I just stay home and listen to a record and be safe and comfortable and get my dog there and eat some chips, you know? And And what wins out? The chips and the dog for sure. Of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> right on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
The bird do fly the birds The bird do fly the birds That bird won't fly the birds Run too close, they put it in reverse So they feel safe or they complain and noise the words That bird don't fly the birds <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.